johnsyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Com. Call now. Call free. All right. Well, we're back for another issue of Sports Insider Radio. And, uh... What do you want to cover this week, Mike? We're going to have a special guest coming on in the middle of the hour. We can talk about I have some things we can talk about, but I want to hear what you have to talk about. If everybody wants to know. I just got the uh, Baltimore Sun this morning dropped at my doorstep. Don't ask me why. Maybe they delivered it to the wrong house. They got a new guy coming from Georgia and uh, whatever his name is. And uh, they still don't know where Lamar stands. We're a month away from contract uh, where he could be tagged as a franchise player. So what do you? What do, let's talk about that first. Well, As we course, have I mean, somebody calling yeah. from Georgia, we have somebody coming from from Georgia, and we got a guy from Georgia that came to Baltimore. That was a lot of Georgia right there that you were uh, describing. Looks a lot of Georgia. Um, a lot of Georgia. Um, you know, first things first. You know, in Georgia, we're Todd have Munkin. Todd Munkin, new offense. Todd Munkin, new offensive coordinator from Georgia. Go ahead. I'm listening. Well. Right. That's the Ravens report. It is The season is over. I don't do too much of a Ravens report in the offseason. I'll throw it in here in the beginning of the show. Um, right now, we're still, organizationally, we don't quite know what we're doing um, regarding Lamar's status. Are they going to pay him the guaranteed contract? I mean, obviously, with the Deshaun Watson um, fiasco last year, when they gave the fully guaranteed deal, it ruined um, all future quarterback deals because of it. So the owners don't want the Ravens to give them a guaranteed deal because then it sends precedent where, yeah, this was a one-off that they gave the Deshaun Watson deal, but they basically gave away so much and they gave him a fully guaranteed deal. So if the Ravens pull the trigger and do it, then all the quarterbacks in the future are going to do it. So it's it's a very um, uncommon ground. Uh, I think right now every reporter, um, even some of the guys that I follow that are very, very good and are ex-execs, they don't even know which way it's going to go. They're, they're, it's very uncertain because if they put him on a franchise tag for the year and he makes his $45 million, well, going forward, he's going to expect to make $45 million a year. So is it just a Band-Aid for next year? Um, wherever he goes, he's going to have to learn a new offense. Whether he stays here and under the Moncton era 
of the offensive coordinator. I mean, the guy does have a pretty good track record in the NFL when he was the Bucks offensive coordinator many years ago um, when Deshaun Jackson was there. They were the fourth-ranked passing offense. So just hearing that and potentially we could have a passing offense with some weapons, um, I'm excited for because I know Lamar has legs. He has the ability to scramble. We have a good running back and a core offensive line. If we could actually have good a good scheme where he now has threats on the outside, where receivers actually want to come here and play because they're going to get the ball, I mean, that could change the whole dynamic of the team. And if he decides to leave and we get, you know, three first-round picks for him, um, you know, the the designations right now, um, it's either the Jets or the Falcons that have the picks and have the ability to take him. Um, Again, he's going to have to learn a new offense. So, I don't know quite sure exactly where this is going to land, um, but what I do know, I trust in our leadership, in our executives. We've always done, for the most part, a pretty good job um, running a team that's consistently in the playoffs. Obviously, winning the Super Bowl is extremely difficult. We all know that. Not many teams do it year after year. So for, for the franchise to be that new since 96 and to have two titles and to have many playoff appearances, um, I trust the execs to make the right decision. Do I want him to stay here as a fan? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, um, the guy has missed a lot of games the last two years. Um, But that's the new generation of quarterbacks. The new quarterbacks are dual threat. It's not, you know, you're not getting the the Patrick Mahomes out of the draft. You're not getting the Josh Allens out of the draft or the Joe Burrows. So for you to gamble and go to the draft, I mean, that could be a setback for four to five years. So, again, I don't know exactly where it's going to go. We'll let it play out. Um, hopefully they put him on a designated tag, which doesn't allow him to um, look for other offers. Um, but, again, you know, I am not an executive, and I'm actually happy I'm not an executive because it's a very, very hard decision. But um, in other Georgia news, not to switch gears, um, the next Georgia event that I'm looking forward to is the Masters. Um, At the halfway mark of the show, uh, we have a very talented, sharp coming on board, Micah Smith, um, who I, I posted on my Instagram story. The guy has had a lot of publication about him. I mean, him and his group took down the DraftKings Sports Betting Championships two years ago. Um, He's done a lot of work in the background of producing some very high-level edge market plays in those soft markets like soccer and golf that most people just don't bet because they don't know. And most people that bet those sports are doing it for entertainment. They don't know how to do it professionally. So uh, I'm very excited to ask him some questions and and pick his brain a little regarding that. I mean, obviously, you and I know we've been running this soccer syndicate now where we we worked out a deal where we're able to get these subsidiary leagues internationally where me and you just scratch our heads when we get the team names. Because usually, you know, you see me watch soccer. I watch the Champions League. You know, I was obsessed with the World Cup a couple months ago. That's like watching the NFL. You know the players. Um, you have a little bit of an opinion on how good the teams are. You know the teams. 
These leagues that he's throwing out there, man, I don't know the team names. I couldn't name one player on any of the teams. And I'm watching these games in real time, and it's just like, how do they know? What are they doing? What's the edge? And it, it fascinates me to, to know that internationally there's so many other ways to scout markets. Um, it, it's funny, about an hour ago I got a call from a potential client and he was telling me about his business deal and how they operate. And they were telling me how they exploit um, Costa Rican sports books where they are actually logging in through multiple accounts. They're, they're hedging a table of like, not even in the sports books, they're taking the bonuses. Um, they offer these boosts where I know, you know, with FanDuel and DraftKings here, if you sign up, you can get a boosted parlay there. It's called a Bitcoin boost. So if you deposit with a Bitcoin, you automatically get a boost on your account. So what they're doing is they're sitting down at a table with four free accounts that are getting free money and they're sitting at the same craps table and they're basically alerting each person that is at the table to play a certain way and they're just playing with free money. I mean, it was fascinating to me because um, I've never heard of it before and I'm always, I'm always intrigued of the different opportunities of how people make money in this business where, you know, our main way of trading is edge betting. We're finding market inefficiencies. We're, we're finding the best value of the number. And, and these guys are telling me how they're, they're doing the same thing with a multitude of accounts. Of They're alerting people to sit at the table at the same exact time with free money. And they're taking advantage of it that way. So it was just cool and fascinating to talk to somebody that just has a completely different business model, and he's running it as a business. He FaceTimed me. He was in Miami sitting in a penthouse with four guys, and they're explaining the business model. So I was pretty fascinated, um, to say the least. But uh, hopefully he's listening to the show because he was excited to hear um, from Micah. Hopefully, he he, hopefully if you said he was in the penthouse, hopefully he didn't come from prison. To the, that was a bad joke. Right? <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. And um, so – it's it's definitely something that always um, captures my attention because we know Dave how hard he works, um, you know the the breakdowns, you know the stuff that we went through through the group text last night where they found an edge in the market. Well, obviously, uh, FanDuel and DraftKings caught the edge and and took it down. But it's that's what we do. We're finding the market inefficiencies, whether it's Finding a scratch player, the books don't adjust in time. Um, it could be like that in the NBA, where if you have like a two or three minute window, and that's where it's important to do it as trading, just like stocks. If somebody is telling you that, look, it's you know ten fifty two in the AM, you have to put in the trade now. We know it's going to go the other way later in the day. It's the same thing with sports. You're trying to find the best price and hammer multitude of different books to get that best price. So it's the the advantage that we have versus the entertainment style player, I think is immense. Um, what we do is completely unique and different than the, the old school um, touting of sorts where guys are saying, oh, there's a lock 
today and the game can't lose and it's of course it could lose. I mean, are you very are you putting in the variance that you're getting the worst price? Are you putting in the variance that there could be an injury? Like are the late Brian Blessing would always say, you know, when there's guys in foul trouble and the eyeball test in the first half, you know, there's obviously the the key team that he likes is struggling, but their their twenty point scorer had two two quick early fouls in the first half in college basketball. He's sitting the rest of the half. Well, in the second half, the guy comes back, and they may not win and cover the game, but they're going to cover the second half. You wouldn't know these things unless you're not actually watching the game itself and letting it play out because most people don't do that. Most people are doing it based on emotion. They're not sitting in front of Don Best screens like you and I. They're not actually treating it like a business. They're more doing it because they're bored. And what happens when you're bored is you lose discipline, you lose money management. And what happens in the end of the day is you might still have a positive EV play in there, but because you're putting too much leverage on it and you're not following strict money management or what you used to teach a lot of sports bettors with the Kelly criterion math of how to bet sports correctly, um, most guys end up losing because of the lack of money management. So, you know, it's it, it's still fascinating to me, like I said, with, with all these other different types of opportunities that these guys are exploiting these books because we know, we know firsthand. I mean, these guys don't play fair. They limit accounts. You've been, you know, per firsthand. They limit accounts. They shut down accounts because you're sharp, like, at what point do you think these sports books will ever give a real sharp a chance? Never. They're never going to lose. So if you know that you're going into it, that you have a very low chance of winning, the only way, like we see these guys um, on Instagram posting, you know, $200,000 tickets and $100,000 bets, the only books that allow those type of wagers are to known losers. They don't allow that to guys that are sharps. You're, you, the limit's a hundred bucks, right? So to see that, and 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 again, a lot of the majority of the the newbies in this business that are coming on board, they they're naive and they don't know. So they look at that hype and they go, "Oh, I got I got to follow this guy. He's betting two hundred thousand. Well, nobody that bets two hundred thousand a game is winning. The sports book's known he's a known loser, and they'll take all the action in the world. So, you know, it's this business has so many different tentacles that you could actually exploit the markets if you really treat it like a business. And for the most part, you know, I know you talk to a lot of clients as well. I mean, we have a client, Cal, that's consistently giving us feedback, and he's happy finally he's found somebody that's running it like a business. And I just hope more guys see through the smoke and truly treat it like a business and pay for the information like a business, not for a day, not for a week. You know, you you talk about the seasonal progression. I mean, look at Dave. He's up 34 net games in the NBA. And some of those games, there's injuries. The line moves six points. And guys are texting me at night. I can't believe you would take it knowing LeBron was. It's it, it happens that the the line moves. There's player rest management. 
Um, in the NBA, you're going to have that. But what about the 34 net wins for the season that we are up with the high volume? So it's like some guys are always going to get stuck in that mentality well, a, of, a, you know, so that's, that's so my well, again, the, the The biggest thing is short-term variance, which is, um, you know, we had a client, uh, Mark K in, uh, in New England joined us uh, a couple days ago. And he sent me a message this morning, and he says, you know, two and two and one yesterday, it seems like you guys lean to the dogs. And I said, short-term variance, it doesn't mean anything. It seems like you – it's like – and then I sent him a screenshot of the entire NBA record um, going into the All-Star break. And I said, you know, there's 158 and 117 just in NBA, right? So I said, you know, mm-hmm. basically I'm looking for my message here. I said – uh you know, we're 158, 117, and 8, which is 57.5% in the NBA, plus 31 units, 31.7 units. I said, it doesn't matter if the guy's overbetting his account. The biggest problem, again, goes back to, obviously, if you go to my website, you have to have a minimum of 10 Gs to work with me personally. And then why do I have that limit? It's because I know that you can't succeed I hate to say it, to the level. I'm not saying you can't succeed. You can't succeed to the level of actually creating a long-term business out of this if you care about today's results. Uh, we don't care if we go 0 and 10 tonight. We don't care if we go 10 and 0 tonight. It just does not matter because that 117 losses is what I explained. You know, you, you don't have the luxury of only playing the 158 wins. And the problem is, as long as I've been doing this 35 years, I don't like to bore people with the same stuff every week. Everybody, when you look at traditional handicapping, says, you know, I'm 80% or I'm 70% or I'm 60%. And what they're really saying is I'm 20% losing, 30% losing, 40% losing. It's binary. If you're 60%, it means you're losing 40% of the time. And it was interesting, you know, everybody knows about covers.com. Uh, in the, in the old days, they did a split test where they had these independent handicappers on their website and they showed a guy that was 60% and the guy who was 60% was 60% for the actual calendar year. So let's say it was September. So we're nine months into the year from January 1st to September and the beginning of the football season. This guy's clocking an uh, amazing 58, 59, 60%. Um, but his last 10 games, he was one and nine and he was selling daily selections for $25. And then what they did is they had a split test on another page. They had hot streaks and they used to do this on donbest.com as well, where I had used to work out of their offices in Vegas and they would put a capper up and he would be overall 40% for the year, a losing handicapper, hot streak, nine and one last 10. Obviously, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out who generated the revenue on daily pick purchases. The guy that was 9-1, and one, even though he's 40%, versus the guy that's 60%, even though he's on a short-term losing streak of 1-9. and nine. So that's all you need to know. Anybody can pick 10 games. This is why Dave is so passionate about the 1,000-game sample size. Anyone can pick 10 games and go 10-0, and 0, literally. I know if you're listening to this, you're going, what? Yes, anyone can pick 10 games and go 10-0. and 0. Not that hard to do. Get lucky in your, on your quote-unquote heater. Anyone can be the mush 
and go 0 and 10. The irony is usually the guys that are 0 and 10 are the long-term winners, and usually the guys that are bragging and blasting your phone with "I went 10 and 0, I'm on a 10 and 0 run, I haven't lost a game," blah, 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 blah. those guys are net losers. So this goes back to the psychology of betting, which is we say it all the time. But you know what I realized, Mike, in in dealing with clients and I, I Charles uh, C in California. Cal just sent me a text right now. Um, 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 Don in in, um, in in Texas. A, a lot of these, they all went to the website. They all read it. They all said, "Man, great show last week." What I realize is, a lot of these guys are, they get it. They're veterans. They are veterans. Like I am a veteran. They've been betting. Don H has been betting. I've known him since two thousand. Uh, like these guys that I deal with that get it. It's not like they just called up and they had a 15 minute conversation with Mike and they got it. We, you, you know, we have to also, I think, be a little more empathetic and respect that there's a growing pain to the better. Um, especially because what are all the, what are all the people that we have now in the stable that get it have in common? Year upon year upon year, Gregory B, Dr. Gregory B, all these guys, joined in 2015, joined in 2014, joined in 2013. I mean, we are very unique in the fact that we have clients that are 10-year clients. Like, we don't have a handful of clients that have been with us for 10 years. We have five handfuls of clients that have been with us 10 years. So now, they, you know, all these guys come and and we're like, yeah, this guy gets it, that guy gets it. But let's be straight, Mike. They're all veterans, like I'm a veteran. It took them that long-term grinding to get it because everybody wants the quick money. Everybody wants to rock and roll. Everybody wants to hit. You know, it's like I was telling this client, Mark, about golf. He loves playing golf on his own. I said, you know, we release golf. We're going to lose 95% of our golf matches. We know in a year we're going to lose 95% of our golf matches. The 5% will take care of business. You may get lucky. You may win your first golf, golf, first golf match, and now you can lose the 95% off the profits, right? But you may be unlucky. You may lose the 95% in a row. And then all the way at the end when you're dejected because you're bet, over-betting too high a percentage of your account, you hit that 5%. You see what I'm saying, Mike? Mm-hmm. So you got to have a little – we always say – I've been listening to some of these radio shows that we've done in the past – and we and you're you're like, what's it gonna take? What's it gonna take? I don't know. They all say the same thing. What I realized, they're not veterans. Most of the guys, even Mark who just joined, he's only been playing for a few years. I mean, a few years is like nothing. I mean, it's literally nothing. We just take it for granted because this is all we know. We eat, sleep, breathe, and drink non emotional sports betting. We're on these private groups with Dave. Dave's firing off last night about positive EV. Never once does he mention the name of a team. Never once does he care if he had Tulsa plus two and the line went to three and a half because some players got pulled right before game time. And if he would have played Tulsa at post, he would have won. And because he played Tulsa early to get the best CLV, like you had some schmuck. I forgot what state he was in that caught a schmuck that basically said to you he wasn't closing good on a couple of games. Okay. You, so every so you're going to tell me Right Angle Sports. I don't care anymore. I'm using these names of these companies. You're going to tell me Right Angle Sports closes good on every game? No way. 
No way. Come on, guys. Go to Right Angle Sports. I'll even give them a free plug. I don't care. Handicapper.net. You, you can go to this guy's website. He, they're very legit. You're talking about CLV of beating the number. They're 173 and 40 and 4 in college basketball. I know, I don't know them, have nothing to do with them. If they get some extra traffic to their website, God bless them. 55.27% win rate. You can click on their record. It shows you their plus 19 units. Plus 19 units. And, and, and in NBA, we're plus 31 units. So what I, what I explain to people is that you can see their CLV. It shows you. You can click right on it. They don't beat every number. You have all these guys talking about, uh, you know, why aren't you like them? Why aren't you like them? And Dave made a very valid point. A lot of these games you can't play. A lot of these small totals, they move so quick. Whether it wins on their website or whether it loses on their website, it's not reflective of true reality. Who cares if you win 10 games in a row if nobody can bet him? You have a guy, Mark, we're not going to mention his name, that gives you soccer. Not the soccer we're releasing our clients. Another soccer source. I logged into four accounts today. He released plays at 1.30 in the morning last night, our time. You can't find one of those leagues. So who cares? Who cares if you can't bet it? Who cares if the... Fandals of the world and the DraftKings of the world and the Pinnacles of the world and the Bet Onlines in the world and the Chris's of the world, they allow a 25 betting limit on these low tier leagues and you're hitting 80%. Big deal. You're hitting 80% on non liquidity markets. It would be like when you were buying these stupid, uh, not, uh, not Bitcoin, these, uh, what would you call them? These little altcoins where you'd buy a couple of them and they'd go up five cents. So you, hey, you know, what are you, another, you're making fun of you're making fun of Hoge. I am making fun of you. Yeah, I'm making fun of you. And Dogecoin, um, you're so making fun of that. I'm making you. Yeah, you're you're the little small league altcoin guy. But here's the thing: who cares if you go? Te- he has nine games today, of which nobody can bet them, or if you can bet them, there's a twenty five dollar limit on each game. So who cares? So this is why well, then, the value of of what we do, let me just get this out. The value of what we mm-hmm. do for all you listeners is making money on major markets where there's liquidity and you can actually get real money down. We don't want to be right angle sports. And again, someone's going to take this radio show because it's archived and they're going to send it over to them. And they were interviewed on Spanky's podcast. I have nothing negative to say about these guys whatsoever. I don't know them. I have no bone to pick with them. Okay. But like Dave said, who cares if you can't get the money down? Who cares if the line moves in six seconds? It's irrelevant. It looks good on paper and that's all it is. Paper paper. Yeah, the originators, the guys that put out the plays, they got them down. And then everybody else chases that steam and they got bupkis. Go ahead, Mike. Sorry. Well, just a transition. Um, we have Mr. Micah Smith on the show. He joined us. What's going oh, on, Micah? Because I'm going to ask Micah. What's up? Micah? What's up, guys? How Micah, are you? did you hear what I... Did, Micah, did you hear what I just said? I want to get your take. No, I missed it. No. So I basically said, you know, you got a company like Right Angle Sports. They're up 19 uh, units this season. And like I was saying is that what's the point of, of, of having a product where if you, like Dave said, if they're small market games 
and you can't get down, then it doesn't matter. Or I could brag price. about you all the games. The either. I could I could brag about all the games, and I have no bone to pick with them. I if somebody sends this to them, hey, you guys do a great job. You're up 19 years, blah blah blah. But again, like Dave said, a lot of these totals they move lightning speed. You were yeah. texting me last night to put in plays at what? 10.30 last night so we could get the right prices in at the right time. Like, how's the average guy going to have a life and be able to follow what these guys do? You know, have a live YouTube channel, have Dave come on. He starts yelling out the plays. Those games are going to be gone in five seconds. Don't you agree? I do agree. and it is, I commend them. I think they're very legit. and I, You know, they do you – know, every few bet a game over 142 is going to close 144, 145, 146. Um, every time, even higher on some of the small market totals, it's just tough. I mean, I, I've used their service before, and, it, and it's hard, man. It, it is. I, I even, I mean, I can barely decent size better, and I couldn't get enough down to even pay for the service because I would get all my paper heads would spin. It's, I could never get enough down, like you said. So it's, it's, it's a hard. It's a hard. I mean, I like love to talk to somebody I mean, where it works, works out for them. Well, I mean, like I'm looking at their website right now, and again, I got nothing to say about them. They charge twenty one hundred and sixty three dollars for sixty five plays. So that's twenty one hundred, and then we'll move on. Twenty one hundred and sixty three dollars for sixty five plays. Remember that for all you guys that call Mike and want to subscribe and cry about the fee. That's thirty three dollars and twenty seven cents a game. Now keep in mind those sixty five plays. They could be that could be three days of games. And then you're going for another one, 2100. So really, like you said, you got to be able to bet at least a thousand a game to make it worthwhile, right? My God, it's got, you got to. Yeah. And even, I mean, I could, I was betting at all the sharp books, even though there's a big red flag warning, do not bet these certain books or you will be blacklisted or whatever. And I was doing it regardless because that's the only place where I could bet 2000. That would take a, a decent bet. Now, you, I was definitely scared to, to bet the legal accounts because if you bet enough college basketball on the legal accounts, your account's going to be hacked quickly. Um, so I don't know. I don't know, man. I commend the person that's able to make it work. Though. I love to talk to that, to, to that guy. I mean, I just I just added it up. At $33 a game, you spent $10,404 on every game they played so far in college basketball, right. and you're up 19 units. So you spent $10,000, you are up 19 Units. So if you're not betting a dime a game, you have to back out that ten thousand. You're up nine grand, basically. You've lost. You've paid ten units in fees. And again, yeah. obviously, if you're getting down twenty thousand a game, it doesn't matter because the fee doesn't change. Well, but for and, a lot of people, that call that, Mike. Go ahead. Well, to add to that, it's it's a lot of work. I mean, why do, the way that our business model is set up here, which I think is, and I get told all the time how efficient and how proactive and how, how we could basically, these guys are getting the sharp lines and they get minute-by-minute consultation for me, whether they play it, pass, what to do, especially with small markets, with soccer, and I, you just don't get that customer service anywhere else in the sharp world. I'm sure if you're dealing with a, with a tout or a handicapper, of course, he'll text you all night, but I'm talking regarding sharp moves to have that one-on-one consultation from a guy like me or you, John, is a huge surplus because these sharps, they don't have time. Like on a daily basis, getting Micah to do a 15-minute 
radio call is extremely difficult. I was surprised that he actually took it because you're busy all the time, right, Micah? So get now that we're, you know, it's the first time you've been on the show in a while. Give us like kind of like a day in the life. Like what, what does it really take for you to be successful? Um, I mean, a lot goes into it, but number one is being able to ha- being able to have outs. Um, right, right now I'm in Georgia. You guys are in Maryland, and I'm constantly blowing you guys up, right, to get down right. bets for me. Uh, to being able to have outs, and then when you get limited, then what? Then what are you going to do? Then you need another account, right? Uh, and, I, and I do bet for a lot of big syndicate groups, and I'm, one of the groups makes me fill out a spreadsheet. I um, mean, so that takes constantly <laughs> it takes hours and hours well and hours. Let, let, My, micah let's uh, let's but, talk about yesterday let's talk about yesterday yeah. we're not going to get into what i was playing sure you called yeah. me we, we we do we we do our own private version of the youtube channel that right angle sports does you facetime me i'm in front of the yeah. computer you start barking out games to me i think we passed on what six or seven and you had only had them for about 60 seconds before you facetime me Right. And the prices just were gone. Yeah. Um, I mean, only like that was that one particular legal book. I mean, once somebody's hitting the same line, they're going to move it eventually. But usually there is a delay before they move it. It's not like a bet, Chris, it moves on, on every bet. So you, there's a delay, but yes. Um, yeah, that's correct. Yes. Yeah, so we, we were hitting those as best we could. We, we had to pass on some because the price moved too much. Um, that's why the price is very important. So- for the listener out there, because we're trying to educate the the newbies, what do you say? Because I I know you know the answer, and you know Dave like would get very frustrated, but we have to educate the newbies. So, what would sure. you say to the, the the newbie client that you give him the price? It's not the right price. You tell him to pass, and then will you take a football game or a basketball game, for example? You know where I'm going with this. It's a blowout. The guy calls back, John. What do you mean? You told me to pass on the game, and they still won by 30. The line move didn't even matter. What is your answer to that newbie? Because he's getting caught up in the FOMO. He can't believe we told him not to bet a game because the line moved to half a point, and the team still won by 30. And trust me, it happened all football season. Yeah. I've been there because I'm the same way with the the FOMO stuff. Um, But initially, what the people have to realize, that initially, if – if you give them a bet that's minus seven and they have minus eight, for example, initially that would have never have been a bet at minus eight. And never. So that would have never been a bet in the first place. You gotta always think about that. We're betting minus seven, not minus mm. eight. Um we would have never even released it because that minus eight. So don't you gotta have minus seven. Um I mean and dude ninety I don't know what the exact percentage is, let's just say ninety percent of the time. It's not going to factor in, but there there are times when David gives out these games overnight, like he wanted us to send a video, video the other day, where he pushes everybody else loses. You know, it happens a lot, but in that one and, case, it may. Well, let me ask you. Let me the, let me play devil's advocate. So he had, he had Tulsa yesterday overnight plus two. Players get pulled go. out. The line goes to three and a half, and he pushes instead of wins. And so then mm-hmm. you have a guy who will call up Mike and go, he didn't close good. He didn't close good. Well, that's yeah, bad luck. It's man. not like, it's not, yeah. that's just bad luck. Not like right. Oh, by luck. the way, I get a lot of people, 
by the way, just for viewers that want to know, it's on Right Angle Sports website. They were 30 and 24 and 1 in the NFL last year, plus 3.45 units at $33 a game. We were 91, 67 and 7 last year, 57.6% plus 19.4 plus 19.4 units. A lot less than $30 a game if you were getting Dave's games on Telegram. So like I said, you know, with volume, look at their volume was much less than our volume. They only played 55 games in the season, and then we played almost 170 games. We played 165 games. They played 50 games. So it just goes to show you that, you know, and this is getting the best of the number over in light, that volume is your friend as opposed to looking for the one big game. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that because people are always asking me, you know, and again, we have people like Matt O in Arizona that their buddy was using right angle sports and he called me up. He goes, how did he goes, I, I logged in with him. I don't even understand how he could do this. And that's why I'm saying is I really think we've developed something that's very unique. We're on Telegram. It's basically no work, no drama, no FOMO. Not everybody geared up loading plays into their machine. You got the price, you play it. You don't have the price, you don't play it. Go on about your day. I mean, the client has it much easier than you do, Micah. He's just on Telegram getting the place. And you well, got to think, too, man. I mean, we're right. Go ahead, Micah. There. I mean, I want to commend. They're very – those guys are good. Those guys are sharp. And those guys, I mean, they know what they're doing. Um, but 100%. They, <clears throat> Dave is, re- is releasing plays to, a, what you say, a few hundred. Right Angle's releasing it to, I don't know, 10,000. So that's, right. that's going to that's a big difference. Even if the play wasn't good, but I think it is. But even if it wasn't good, it's still going to make the whole market move, right? Just because of that many bets on a random college basketball total. <clears throat> and do you have guys that fade those moves that will just come in and fade the move like a right angle play mm-hmm. where they'll just go I'm, the other way because they knew that they're getting value, quote unquote, the other way because yeah. it was never a bet at that number. I mean, I think so, and, and obviously, if you watched when they say, I can't remember what's the word when they say release or don't release. I can't remember. Just can't. can't I, I don't they, remember. It's a go. What do they say? It's go or cancel. Go or go or cancel. cancel. If they say cancel, yeah. watch the screen. The screen's moving because people are trying to guess. Guess that it's moving, right? They're gonna guess that they say go. Right. You can play it back in a second. Um, Got it. Even on their releases, I mean, I think I think they would agree that a lot of times it overmoves. And a lot of groups do right. play it back. I would I would argue that, but I do think so those Mike guys up. are successful, and they're they're sharp sharp guys. I'm not I don't want to bash them, you know. Not at all. Yeah, I did they, not, and nor did I. And it's it's <clears throat> I I completely I couldn't agree more. They're very professional, very good. The the thing that I believe that we excel with is the customer service angle of the user, <clears throat> for it to be easy, efficient, and somebody can go on their day and still have access to their cell phone and put in the selections where it's mindless. It's five to ten minutes a day of actual plug-and-play work versus being on a call first thing in the morning. So, again, we don't bash anybody here. uh, Like you didn't hear the beginning of the show, I talked to a client that was exploiting international markets with the offshore books with in-game like roulette and craps where they're, they're betting like 15, 20 accounts and they're sitting at the same table together, and they're and they're finding the glitches. And it was very fascinating wow. to hear that as oh, wow. well. But um, but more importantly, right now, I know that we have a couple, you know, fifteen minutes left of the show. 
this you have Dave on his Instagram channel. So if anybody wants to hear about the podcast, go to at Vegas Ringers on Instagram. It's right under his link tree. You guys started this against the trap podcast. I think there's four episodes now. What yeah. led you to doing that, and and what's really the baseline of the purpose of the podcast? It's just to you know try to only not you know not only to discuss uh, I say sharp betting tactics, the stuff that can actually help betters win, even though it's very hard to do on your own. <clears throat> but um, excuse me, I'm losing my voice, but. It's just mainly to, you know, to give tips and strategies that we do as professional betters. And I am about to be the first to tell you that I'm no, I don't originate anything. I don't have a model per se, but, uh, my, I think my whole aspect of this is to get, align myself with the pros. Cause the problem with like David, you can see, you see Davis' screenshots the night before. He's only able to get down five or six thousand. He wants to bet thirty thousand a game. So, to, for me to help betters, those guys get down right. I, I'm mm-hmm. more of a people person on that end. So, we just talk about strategies, and if it can lead to us getting accounts for, to help people win, we will we, use it for that. But it's just to help you know grow, you know, to fine tune to help people's process on what they need to do and what stuff. You know, like Ants on the podcast, he worked at the sharpest book in the world, Pinnacle. He can tell you like what they look for and what moves a number, and you know, there's a lot of things that go into it. Um, but you know, just, it's more or less to just to help betters that you know that, that want to learn more about the game and how to not make the mistakes that I made when I was 22 years old, blowing through credit cards left and right. You know, um, just, you know, help to help people, help them not make mistakes, you know. Does that make but sense? do you believe that, do you believe that at 22 when you made those mistakes, it's helped mold you into a better sure. player now because you know what not to do? Obviously, yeah. Well, can you I, learn, can I say one thing, Mike? Yeah, go ahead. Sure. I think at 22, because I was on the other side, I was selling the information at 22. I think that at 22, after losing, most people don't. Most people don't believe that they can quote unquote beat the books or beat Vegas. Most people at 22, 23, 30, 40, 50 think like, what did the guy say yesterday that came in our office? He was another FedEx guy dropping some Amazon golf thing. He asked Mike in the office, "Are the games fixed?" People really believe this. Mm-hmm. People well, really I'll, believe the FedEx guy asked them, "Are the games fixed?" Well, it's funny you you bring that up. I had a client yesterday that called me, and he's he's actually a bodybuilder in Indonesia, giant dude. He's already a subscriber of our Telegram channel, and he sent me. He goes, "I keep getting put onto these Telegram channels where they know when a soccer match is fixed, right?" So he sent me a screenshot of the channel, and I'm like, "Look." I, do I have any personal experience with that? No. Do I believe it? I guess I have to be open-minded in these very small markets where there's not a lot of money into the league and there's not a, money, a lot of money into the ownership where if there's a game being wagered, they probably could. But I don't, you know, I don't subscribe to that. I don't believe in that. I, I look at it this from a sharp standpoint. 
But it was just interesting that you guys brought that up because literally yesterday he had he had texted me a screenshot. He goes, I keep getting put into, you know, he's over there in Indonesia. So it's the telegram groups out there that are just forcing it. So I don't know if it's more of a fib, but I can't be, you know, I'm not the guy that's going to tell you that it's not possible. Do I look into that stuff for any of the businesses that we do? Absolutely not. I mean, my only purpose here is to educate the user, able to conduct the relationship between these different syndicates that are blowing out games, putting them out in in, in a fashion where the user can access it on his app in whatever state fairly quickly. And, and well, under, when I'm talking about specifically with soccer, to understand the Asian handicap as well, which is new. So, you know, that's, well, what, that, that's uh, really Micah, what I try the to point. Do. And Micah, the point before you came on of me discussing right angle sports was not to bash them. It was basically for me to look at the numbers of what they're doing, which is amazing, but understanding mm-hmm. that they charge almost $35 a game and that based upon what we charge and Dave allows us to charge, the client is getting, may I say, one hell of a deal working with us. <laughs> That's all I Right. No matter what the client pays, he's not paying $33 a game. And they're going to get 95% of his line if they bet it pretty quickly within his release time. It's not, it doesn't have to be a millisecond. You know, they're right, going exactly. to be able to bet close to what he's getting at. You know, I think, and now, are you going to take, are you taking Mike, are you taking Mike to the Masters? He was talking about the Masters before you came on. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to be in town. <laughs> oh, no, he hasn't even problem. told me that. I still yeah, had hope. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's bad, but it's an Easter weekend, and uh, I got family in town <clears throat> that's coming in. Um, and since you're from Georgia, what do you weird? What do you think about this guy Moncton coming to the Ravens? Who? Oh, Todd Moncton. Oh, yeah, from the oh, just, yeah from Georgia. Todd yeah. Moncton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. do you think about mm-hmm. that? I mean, I think it's a, it'll be good. But definitely, I think he's a great a great hire. Um, but you never know, you know, coming from college to NFL, sometimes it doesn't correlate good. You just don't know. Um, well, they said he didn't do good I, in Tampa and Cleveland. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. It's, that's, yeah. I, I don't know. Here's the thing. If I, I, I don't know much. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of like the – I'm not your biggest fan of anything. I don't know a lot of the players and coaches. <laughs> it's the crazy thing. But, no, you're like uh, Dave. You're like Dave and me. You know, nothing. Right? Well, I'm Just not. Don't, I'm, I know Mike You know, knows every Ravens player there there is probably, but I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't – I just – I don't have time to know. That's my problem. I'm, I'm focused on, all right, I got 40 paperhead accounts. What group am I sending it to that's going to do the best work So let me us, ask you, know? you this. For for the new listener, do you think, knowing what you know now and how you win now, that somebody can traditionally handicap, like old school handicapping, and be a positive EV better, meaning make money long term? And I, I could be wrong for saying this, but I I would say if there is out of a hundred, if there's one percent that is a professional better, I think ninety percent of that one percent is a top down approach better where they're just picking off bad numbers, looking at the that Chris number, betting discrepancies, stuff like that. They're looking at a, somebody else that's telling them what the line should be. And I think 1% of the 1% originate, right, that 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 say the line should be this as an opener. This And that takes that takes 80 hours of work per week. That takes, that's a lot, man. you got to have a lot of time to do that. 
Um, I think right. if I was going into this game originally, I would, if I was 20, and if I'd known what I know now, I would just focus on what, you know, what Dave is. I don't know if you listened to the last, you know, the, the podcast we had Frank on. I mean, Frank called him the best screen analyzer in the world. Um, mm-hmm. so, but I would, I would learn that approach, just an easier approach versus trying to originate your own line. But I think it's tough, man. I really think it's hard to, I think it's tough. And I also think that the pain tolerance for these clients still hasn't reached that breaking point where they they still believe they could win on their own because they sent yeah. me their their five team parlay that they hit that on a boosted account where they only right. deposited a thousand and now they have twenty and then they think they're they're sharp. So it's I try to like you know intervene at some point and say, look, it's it's not possible. It's the the odds are against you, but I I pray that you stick with it or be smart and cash out and like you hit the lottery. So they see Dave, they follow Dave, they understand what he's doing. But when there's a price tag included, like what you just said, a guy that's doing this successfully and is reading screens correctly spends eighty hours a week. Not me, Dave. Not yeah. John, Dave. So, right for you to utilize somebody's work that's spending double what a normal full, you know, a full schedule employee is running a week at eighty hours. You know, some people work forty-hour weeks, and right. this guy's doing putting in eighty. That that work in itself should cost the right. price tag, and so, but. That's that's just my two cents well, on that matter. But the other thing is, like again, the, the ability to be a good loser. Like you generally don't care when you lose. Now, Micah, I mean, I we 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 don't have to go. Uh, we're not yeah. going to discuss numbers, but I mean, you could lose six figures in a day, and you don't care. You don't even blink. Like whatever. Well, it's, it's just, just a length you know of time where you, you could lose for a month straight. And how can you? How are you going to handle that? You know that that's what you got to train. So how can you, you got to be able to handle losing? We're not winning 100%. Right. We're winning 55% of the time, right? That's a lot of losses in that 55, in that 45%, right? So you right. got to build. How are you going to handle that? You got to train. You almost need a, somebody teaching you how to how to handle losing. It's very important, so you don't go over bet and try to get your bankroll back. You know, this this long run, yeah. long run game. I mean, a lot. It, it's it's all psychology. It's like. Uh, and I think that's the biggest problem, you know, for the average newbie, not understanding a the top down approach, picking off bad numbers, and also just not understanding that you got about one percent or maybe half a percent or a quarter percent of your bankroll if you're working with limited funds out of the gate. And even if you're working with a hundred thousand out of the gate, if you're working with a hundred thousand out of the gate and you're betting five thousand a game, you're done. Yeah, you're done. You're gonna you're gonna blow that on the on the forty five on the forty five percent losses. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we got five minutes left. Um, are you an, I forgot. Are you, I know you said for, on the personal fan side of it, are you, a, I was going to ask you, I know you're, a, you went to college for baseball. Do you, are you betting? Is there active liquidity in college baseball right now? I know we've done a little bit in the past with your brother, but is there any? Yeah. I, well, I played some future bets for the, to win the world series so far, a couple of them. Um, but yeah, yeah, this definitely it's it's just you know getting started where you, you know, every legal book now has has lines on it, so you can definitely bet um, on college baseball. But I really and don't focus until college basketball's over. Um, that's just 
it's just the, the daily grind of that. And I'm getting all these people sent, you know, I mean, all these groups want us to bet for them in the legal market. And I send to you guys. So, yeah, I just, right. I really focus on, I do, I'll do college baseball as soon as April gets here. I'll, I'll do golf and college baseball hardcore. Got it. All right. Well, well you I know appreciate you having uh, us on. Yeah, Micah, thank you so much, man. Uh, you know, we'll be chatting soon, but I'm glad you, you guys, got to come on the show. Yeah, man. Anytime, you got it, man. Anytime, guys. Anytime. All right, you got it, brother. And for right. you guys out there that are listening, like I said, you know, again, for traditional handicapping services, you know, the hype and the lock and the big game, I know we could bore you to death with the business of betting, but, you know, you, you just heard a guy on the radio that's – I wouldn't, you know, he might want to be the foremost money movers in, in the in the nation when it comes to betting syndicate action. So, I mean, again, like I said, there's handicapping and there's, you know, no-name guys, like I discussed in last week's shows, hiding behind the, you know, the, the, the two-first-name scenario. You know, look, the bottom line is you treat it as a business. It's really boring, really boring. Uh, but boring is what brings the profits. And again, if you don't want to use someone like Dave Miller and take advantage of the ease of downloading Telegram on your phone, you're more than welcome to go over to this other company. And again, I'm not bashing. I'm making a point. Pay $33 a game and bet bet 200 a game and see how you do. <laughs> you won't last very long. So like I said, for all you guys that inquire and DM Mike or uh, fill out the form on my website, we appreciate your business. Hopefully we're doing more to educate Everybody, listen to the podcast as well. And uh, what can I say, Mike? Uh, maybe we'll, next week when we come back, we'll find out if Lamar is our quarterback or not. Nah, we won't know next week. But, you know, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Like I said, I'm still a fan, diehard, regardless whether we keep him or not. Um, we have a great foundation on defense. So it, I, I hope it's not going to be a setback. But at the end of the day, it is a business, just like this is a business. And they're going to make a business decision. If they don't think that he's the future and they have to basically sacrifice a lot of other contracts because he's going to demand so much of the payroll, it might be time to, to move on. I mean, it, his track record of health hasn't really been stellar the last two years. So does that mean if he goes to another team, he doesn't win a Super Bowl and he stays healthy? No, it, it means none of that. But what it, it does show is we're, we're playing hardball and it's kind of hard to play uh, – Anything but when you don't have an agent they could talk to. They're 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 talking to his uh you know, mother. That's the agent. So Really? Um There you yeah, go. Doesn't have doesn't have an agent. Neither did Roquan Smith when he got signed, but yeah, that's that's the new breed where they don't want to give yeah. away the agent fee, but at the end of the day it's it's not the agent fee. It's you know, what about all the you know, the sponsorships and, and getting all the promotions and all that stuff that the agent will bring you to the table. If you don't have that, that's why you're not seeing them on State Farm, right? And Patrick Mahomes is out there. Exactly. So. Exactly. That's funny. See you guys next time for another edition of Sports Insider Radio. Thanks, Michael.